Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. My view on, on who they can be and what they can possibly accomplish. I just think this is a group that needs to show it on the biggest stage under the brightest lights in the playoffs. At the same time, yeah, I mean, there are little things that we can learn about the Cavs as, as we finish off this season. Just how good are they? Can they handle matchups against some of the elite teams in the league? At this point, 24 of their 37 wins have come against teams with a record below 500. Um, They themselves are below 500 against the above 500 teams. So playing against Dallas tonight, that's a test for this group. As we move forward into this schedule and Phoenix is on it and some of these other elite teams are all on that schedule, um, it, it will give us a better idea, not the, the idea that we need, um, but a better idea of just how good this team is and how ready they are for playoff basketball. And, of course, Darius Garland, how he continues to fit into the fabric of this team and Evan Mobley being used the way that he's going to be used and how J.B. Bickerstaff navigates his rotation. To me, those are the main storylines of this second half of the season for this team. But they've already shown that they're a good team. We just, I think, want to realize and understand uh, just how good they are. Chris, Jeff and I were just kind of discussing this a little. He doesn't think so, but I think so. I think they're a little bit stuck in neutral coming out of the gate here after the All-Star break. That's not saying they can't put it into gear pretty quick, but do you see it that way or am I nuts? Well, I mean, two of those games were played without Donovan Mitchell, and I think everybody understands how important Donovan is, and there's a reason why he's in the MVP conversation. There's a reason why he was an all-star. There's a reason why he's going to get votes for first-team All-NBA. So when the Cavs do not have him, statistically, they're a completely different team, both offensively and defensively. So it's not surprising to me that they haven't looked like the team um, that they were before the break when Donovan was out there and playing more like himself. In saying that, yeah, I mean, I think there are things that this team is still working through. I think J.B. Bickerstaff is still working through his rotations and finding the right combinations, and he's using different lineups, and he's using different players. And with that is going to come with a level of growing pain. Um, with that is going to come with a level of inconsistency. Um, On top of that, it's also returning from the all-star break. And I don't want to make excuses for them or anything along those lines, but I think there are circumstances tied to how they've played since the all-star break, but I haven't seen anything that would be considered alarming. 
Chris Fedor joining us, PlainDealerCleveland.com, and of course works with us here sometimes at 92.3 The Fan. The one thing that you just talked about with JB finding his rotations and all that, I, I keep flashing to this. Man, did they cook without Evan and without Darius. And it, I, I, you're not better without good players, Chris. But uh-huh. when Donovan had that ball in his hands, man, he elevated the games of everybody around him. And I, I wonder what does JB do there? Because, you know, he saw it. He, he saw what was going on. It was fa- it was fabulous. The guy was great. And he kept his, he kept his scoring up, Chris, mm-hmm. while getting everybody else involved. How do you work? And, and then Evan came back. It was still great. How do you yeah. work Darius into this, keep Darius happy, and do you keep the ball in his hands? Donovan, I mean, it's it's there's some coaching that needs to be done there, and it's something I think that's critical for JB to figure out. I also think, guys, it's important to point something out. Um, if you look at the Cavs statistically for the duration of this season, in terms of offensive rating, defensive rating, net rating, the things that a lot of teams nowadays are using to measure their effectiveness at, mm-hmm. at whatever it is that they're trying to measure. Um, all of those ratings throughout the duration of this season are worse than this recent stretch when Evan Mobley and Darius Garland came back. So with Darius and Evan, and it's a smaller sample size, obviously, but it's not like these guys have completely disrupted or not enhanced what the Cavs were already doing. What were they, They're like 9-1 nine, nine and one in Darius's first 10 games back, right? Something like that? Yeah, and, and it goes beyond the win-loss record because the win-loss record is so much tied to a schedule and it's so much sure. tied to matchups and opponents that you're playing against. I'm looking at things a little bit deeper than that. Their net rating is better during this stretch when they've had Darius and Evan together. Their offensive rating is better when they've had these guys, despite the fact that they are still working through some things. In saying that, as you bring up, Jeff, like, yeah, I I do think it is difficult on Darius um, to be the Darius that he was a couple of years ago when he was one of the up-and-coming point guards in the Eastern Conference, um, when he was a first-time All-Star, because he's being asked to do things that he's never been asked to do consistently in his entire basketball career. I mean, if you think about it, this dude has been playing full-time point guard since basically he was out of diapers. And now they're starting to ask him to play off the ball a little bit more, and it's a different skill set when you're asking him to do that and share the floor with Donovan. And I think the Cavs are trying to find pockets within the game where Darius can be on the floor without Donovan, and he has a little bit more freedom. His usage is up. His touches are up. He has an opportunity to beat Darius Garland. Um, and and, and J.B. Bickerstaff is trying to do the same thing when it comes to Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. Um, I'm digging into the numbers for a story that I'm working on, and it's almost to a point where the minutes apart for those two guys are higher than the minutes together um, since Evan came back from his knee surgery. So JB's trying to find different moments throughout the course of the game when he can stagger those guys, give them a little bit more freedom, and tap into some of those individual gifts that make them um, such brilliant basketball players, while at the same time those guys try and figure out the best way for them to blend in um, when this team is at full strength and and when this team um, has its core four all on the floor at the same time.
All right, Chris, riddle me this. If the team stays healthy, and I'm sure this is a mm-hmm. question that fans will be asking themselves, why are the Cavs going to be a better team in the playoffs this year than they were last year? Because they just have different places that they can go for consistent offense. That, to me, is what it all boils down to. The series against the Knicks, yes, part of it was about a lack of physicality. Yes, part of it was about the Cavs giving up way too many offensive rebounds. Yeah, Part of it was about the fact that, you know, Evan Mobley uh, didn't have the greatest series, and Donovan Mitchell wasn't himself. He didn't play like himself. And Darius Garland um, didn't seem like he handled the playoff stage as well as you would have wanted him to. Like, there were a bunch of different factors um that go into the Cavs being non-competitive and getting bounced out of the playoffs last year against the Knicks and they had roster flaws and they had an imbalanced roster construction and all those things but the bottom line is their offense was wretched in that series against the Knicks and sure give the Knicks credit that's a great word Um, (laughs) defensively the Knicks were really really good and Tom Thibodeau is a defensive mastermind but, like, come on, it's the NBA. You can't muster more than 94 points in five games. Like, come on. Got to be better than that. So, offensively, like, there was only one thing that they could do really, really well last year and in that series against the Knicks. It was high pick and roll over and over and over again because that's the strength of Darius Garland. That's the strength of Donovan Mitchell, because their bigs weren't at the level in terms of their development offensively, where you just get them involved the way that the Cavs have been able to do this year, because Jared's a different player and Evan is a different player. They've both gotten better on the offensive end of the floor in in different areas. And because the Cavs didn't have movement guys the way that they do right now with Max Struess and Sam Merrill, and they didn't have the floor spacing like they do this year because of George Niang, Max Drew, Sam Merrill. So the roster is a little bit different. Um, and I think because of that, the Cavs have more ways that they can function and, and have success on the offensive end of the floor. If they want to play big, they can do it. If they want to play small, they can do it. If they want to play inside and dominate the paint, they have shown an ability to do that. If they want to have a movement-based offense, they have shown the ability to have success that way. If they want to bomb threes, they can do that. If they want to go back to the high pick and roll with Darius and Donovan and Jarrett, that's always going to be there. And I think so much about the playoffs is um, can you play a variety of styles based on what is demanded in that particular matchup against that particular opponent? And the Cavs, if we look at it like a chessboard, like they just didn't have a bunch of pieces that could move a lot of different directions. This year, they do. Chris Fedor joining us, PlainDealerCleveland.com. The Eastern Conference looks kind of wide open, Chris. Boston is is kind of you know out in hiding, but with Embiid hurt, <laughs> Philadelphia is is not Philadelphia. Doc Rivers hasn't yet got the Bucks where he wants them. We'll see if, if he's able to do that. That said, there are I, I think seven, eight teams in the Eastern Conference. The, the teams that you would think would make the playoffs that might be able to knock off anybody in, mm. in the playoffs. Is that, is that fair? And what does that mean for a team like the Cavs who look like they're going to finish in the upper part of the Eastern conference? I think it's sort of fair guys. I, I think we have to recognize and understand that Boston is on a completely different level than everybody else in the Eastern conference. 
um, the things that they're doing on a nightly basis, the consistency that they're playing with offensively and defensively. You know how many times they've lost two games in a row this year? Uh, once. Only, yeah, is it once? Once. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the level of consistency that they're playing at. They can space the floor. They can play it inside. They can knock down threes. And defensively, I think there's a different level that they can get to in a seven-game series. So they are scary good, and I think they belong on a tier by themselves. And I think everybody in the Eastern Conference is chasing them. I think they've earned that. In saying that, like, does Boston want Miami in a first-round playoff series? Probably not. Does Boston want Philadelphia if Joel Embiid comes back and he shows that he can be healthy and effective if Philly continues to slide down the standings? No, not really. Um, So I do think it's an interesting Eastern Conference, and I do think what happens throughout the course of the playoffs might in large part be determined by what the first-round matchups are. Like last year, if the Bucs got somebody other than the Miami Heat, we're probably having a different conversation about how things played out in the Eastern Conference, right? But the wrong matchup for the wrong team at the wrong time could lead to quite a drastic shakeup. And for the Cavs specifically, the wrong matchup could be the difference between, you know, a deep playoff run and a whole bunch of organizational changes this offseason. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That, that's interesting. Who do you like in the West? we got about 30 seconds, Chris. It's Denver to me. Just Denver? I think there are some other teams that, that are sneaky good, and I think there's an upside that, that Phoenix has, and there's a level of offensive firepower attached to what they can ultimately become. And I wouldn't sleep on Dallas with Luka and Kyrie beating them four times at seven tries given the additions that they made at the trade deadline. That's going to be tough too. But Denver has done that. Um their, their core has been together, and they've been through the wars together. And Murray and Jokic are still playing at an elite level together. Uh, they complement each other so well. And, and that's one of the toughest places to win um, for any team that has to go there. So I just think there are so many different facets to, to Denver that you have to make them the favorite out west. Thank you for your time today, buddy. We appreciate it. Thanks, Chris. See you again, guys. Anytime. Chris Fedor, Plain Dealer, Cleveland.com. Does a phenomenal job of covering the Cavaliers, and he joined us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Andrew Barry coming up from the Scouting Combine in Indianapolis. That should be... 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 